<laughs> Fish you with well, Trent. Welcome, welcome back to Bash You Live. We're here with Eagles Hall of Fame defensive end uh, and an aspiring professional bass angler um, with us today. We're, we're during the break. We can't stop talking about fishing. We're getting the, we got the goods from you. I can't believe we got that. I can't believe you let that go. Yeah, I'm good for you. Yeah, that's what it, we do at Bash U, man. Yeah, that's well, it's uh, I mean, it, it it's so hard to duplicate. Like you said, guys were coming through and they're watching what you're doing, but man, it's hard to duplicate when somebody gets that dialed in. Yeah, I'm talking to guys like you know, I do the outdoor show and all stuff. And yeah. I, I I'm I've been blessed and able to do what I'm doing. This, you know, what I'm saying I played, I had a hell of a career. You know, what I'm saying, and now I get to finish out doing this, this educating. And, and and I get to go do stuff I've been wanting to do, you know, what I'm my whole life, and and uh, and at the same time killing two birds, you know, what I'm saying with one stone is I get to go out here uh, and, and chase my passion, and yeah. also educate other people, you know, what I'm saying, and show the people, you know, what I'm doing, and hopefully I can be uh, an example, help them out, and you know, what I'm saying, and, and and reaching their goals as an outdoorsman. Good for you. That's the Blitz Outdoors. Yep. Uh, tell tell us about that show. Where where can people check that out? Um, right now we we're deciding where we're, where we're going to go out this year. Okay. Um, but um, like I said, it's a it's a great show. I mean, we're like I said, we live and stuff just based out of New Jersey, but we hunt all over the United States, you know, mm -hmm. all over North America, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know we we're, we're avid whitetail hunters, um, you know, and uh, we do elk hunt. I mean bear hunt etc uh and also uh, and, you know and also we uh, uh and especially when it comes to the fishing waters too is also i mean we had uh we just brought somebody new on on two blitz outdoors uh, mm. um jtk fishing the only fight those jonathan kelly yeah one of the new guys on mm. uh so sophomore was, uh, season on the yeah, elite so we signed him on to blitz outdoors which are pretty excited about that you know because cool. he's scary still with that start yeah. tomorrow or it's Thursday. It starts yeah, this days. week. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yeah. So he's out there practicing right now. And uh, we're excited to, uh, to bring on Jonathan Kelly uh, on some Blitz Outdoors and stuff. But uh, like I said, it's a, it's a great show. That it's just educational, just kind of showing people, you know, different, different, you know, different areas, like from anywhere from Illinois to Texas to, to Ohio to, you know, saying to the East Coast, what's the, the life of the East Coast hunter? I mean, it's it's different in different places and uh, and just showing the techniques and um, you know it's just educating them on the products that we use as well. Excellent. Well, look for Blitz Outdoors, guys. What uh what what other guys fish? Are there any other uh, guys yeah. out in yeah. out in the pros that love this sport like you do? Yeah, um, you know, and uh, you can't can't forget you know, not, one who I think is the one of the stellar guys is uh, Jay is uh, Jay Berger. Um, you know, and that's one of the guys too. That's the, there's three of us on Blitz Outdoors, and uh, Jay Berg is one yep. hell of a fisherman, and and um, you know, and he, he's got some. I think he's, he's got a bright future ahead of him, a big, big future ahead of him. And like I said, he's not nothing. There's nothing new about him. He's he's known as a great fisherman in these parts. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, like I said, uh, we're we're pretty excited now. So you know, we got you know Ike down there, Ike Akadeli down there. You know, what I'm saying yeah. Great to Palma and all them guys, you know what I'm saying? They're fishing this week, eight days down there. Yeah, they're all down at Okeechobee. So it's kind of, it's, it's nice where, you know, where I live at. You know, you got all these guys around. They got all this energy yeah. around the area and the fishing world. It's just, yeah. it's it's kind of awesome to have that, you know, mm -hmm. around this, you know, where I live at, you know. Well, I was thinking about the pro football players. Did you fish with any of those guys? Oh, uh, also, oh, pro no, actually, I didn't. I haven't. I, I'm really? going to this year. You're saying some of, them, some of them like to hunt. Yeah. And some of them get to fish here and there. But like I said, this is, you know, this is one of the hobbies that people, not too many people do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there is a lot of professional players that do actually, uh, or actually, actually outdoorsmen and they actually hunt, but they just don't, you know, you don't, they don't never show it, you know, mm -hmm. but just to let you know, there's a lot of players that, and there's more players getting into it. You know, yep. you know uh, my, I can only have Lane Johnson. Yep. Know, and, that's the thing. Yep. Um, and this year, um, hopefully I can um, get one, uh, maybe get one of like, maybe get, I'm I'm trying, I'm going to try to get Brandon Graham uh, on the boat, maybe through an Icadelli tournament. If I can, if he can make the Icadelli tournament. That'd be cool. Get him on as a partner. Yeah. I love that boat. guy. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. That's yeah. coming up soon. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna try to get a pro player and a couple pro players to do the Ipinelli tournaments. You know, man, I think yep. that's a fun, great tournament that he has on Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. I'm saying for his foundation, and um, you know, it's a uh, like I said, there's a lot of professional players out there that, that do or they're avid hunters and just avid outdoors mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Well, check that out, guys. We're going to be at the Ike Foundation event on the Chesapeake here in June, as you, June as a, June 10th. And you can check that out at the Ike, uh, IkeFoundation.org. Justin, let me throw it over to you. All right. John Lee wants to know, Trent, what does your tournament, uh, tournament schedule look like this year? So, well, right now, it's, um, it's the Toyotas. It's the Toyotas and uh, ABAs. Okay. So, nice. I'm looking forward to that. I like that schedule. You know, um, you know, and I, I fish the bass opens all the time. People know I fish bass opens, and it just I, I go where my where where the schedule fits me. You know, and and I go to places where I feel confident at, and mm. and and there's gonna be t- there's there's gonna be a time where I I will I will go outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but I'm still on this this learning curve right now. So mm-hmm. to, uh, to actually I'm working on you know saying one thing right now. That's about not too many things. I'm just trying to like hone in when I need to hone in on yep. these particular the Northeast. I just want to just, you know, saying conquer the Northeast right before I move anywhere else. Sure, and I see. You know, yeah. the, I fished the BFLs a couple of years ago, and you were in all those tournaments, yes. fishing all these Le Champlain and yep. and uh, and and the Chesapeake, the Potomac. So and, that's the, the two biggest uh, my nemesis. I have to say is, and I'll tell you, I I'll tell you the reason why is. The St. Lawrence and the Champlain. Yeah. Because it's so big. They're huge, aren't they? That's what it's like. It's good stuff. Fish everywhere. Yeah. It's just where to start and where to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know where to go. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of got a starting point from learning from last year. Mm-hmm. So I got me a starting point and I know how to, and I'm, and now I'm moving. I'm gridded now. I, I know, mm-hmm. like, hey, there's actually fish over here. You know what yeah. Saying? Yep. So I'm, I've learned these fish. And, um, and like I said, also just the, you know, some places can be monster when it comes to weather too. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, God. wait fifteen minutes and it'll start over again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you have some experiences oh, out in the big water? Yes, what happened? Oh, dude, I, I've had I've had some where I'm talking about. I could I could tell you some spots where like Oneida. Oh, let me tell you what Oneida. That's a nasty oh, little lake, God. man. It it doesn't look that big, but it's nasty. It's it's six footers on there. It is dark. When I, I practice, so I get there early in the morning. It's the day before the, it's, the day, it's our day before our cutoffs. One o'clock. Okay, mm-hmm. we be out to walk by one o'clock. So I say I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go out to the middle. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go. Out. So I got there early. I'm out there. I got my my safety light on. I'm I'm in the dark. You know, say it's dark. I'm going out. I'm moving out. I think everything's all right. And guys, let me tell you something. Hmm. <laughs> I was out there at five footers. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of five footers. And I had to leave because I got seasick. I got sick. You got seasick. Yeah. yeah. I I got I seasick. never had that ever happen to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I got seasick. I had to leave. Yep. That's scary. It. I was just like, this is awful. Water spilled in. <laughs> I was like. Uh, you got you to gotta love that big water. Champlain and, like I said, they could be. Man, I've had to where I had to turn around and come back in. I've had times where I had to literally stay in the uh, it was a back it was a back bay. Mm-hmm. I had to stay in the back bay. There was nothing going on the back bay. As soon as you come out, it was like a freaking storm. Giants. So I had, yep. so I was locked in there for the whole day. Yep. I was locked in almost half the whole day yep. to the whole day because it was just you know the water was bad. That's a factor that you know guys don't account for you know is that is that rough water components of the big bodies water there's so much to the fishing game right it's not just about you know being able to catch fish consistently or pattern them man you got to be able to get there and get back and make sure that your gear's all working when you get there riz has had a few incidences where the gear the gear isn't there with him when he shows up <laughs> not, not on this boat the last boat yeah some chef boat ripped the motor off it was, it was like every other turn you know yeah wow win one break the boat win one break the boat yeah. just rinse cycle repeat <laughs> i remember uh ike coming in from uh well so many places that were there's trouble but he come in without the trolling motors the the shaft and the whole trolling motor head was just ripped right off you know <laughs> and uh, um had had to put the spare on in like five foot waves 
And yeah, uh, gotta love it. Yeah, I mean, I've been level flotation in ten foot waves out at Lake Ontario, where I where I got swamped in a shoal and oh, yeah. had to had to idle in with uh, ten foot ten foot <laughs> swells. We should not be out in ten foot swells. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, coming coming around Cumberland Head on Lake uh, Champlain is just a monster when the wind's blowing out of the south, it. and you'll see ten footers there sometimes. You driving up, you know, sliding down. Yep, one sometimes at a time. I like one at a time. I like to go around Turkey Point when the you <laughs> just know, for the fun. Tide, tide, <laughs> you know, tides running out and it's blowing out of the south thirty. You know, just to get some practice and to go up north. You know, haven't <laughs> <laughs> speared a wave in a while. Let's go. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's oh, that's an even I that's thought, an even funner one. I thought I I, I, was, pr- I was praying on the way to get back. <laughs> it was that bad. And, and I remember seeing uh, John Venor. Sure. And I Shout said, out to Johnny Venor. Yeah, I said I said something until I said something until I got back. I remember saying something to him. I was like, I said, man, I ain't never been there. I th- I was praying. I I thought I was not. I really thought I wasn't gonna get back. And he was like, and he looked at me. He says. He says, I was thinking the same. He was, I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, yeah. wow. Was yeah. like, He's been on here longer than me. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he thought that was really, really bad. Yeah. When yep. you're co and you're scared, you, you should be. Oh, too. my gosh. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was, it was yeah. I mean, the boat had yeah. water. We had, when I was driving, I was spearing it. You get situations like that. I was oh, yeah. spearing the top of the, I would yeah. spear the top of the wave, try to, to get through. So I would want to come up and I would gun it to the tip of the wave. Yeah. Trying to get, so I was making it back. So, yeah. Well, we had water in the boat. The water was up to my knees in the boat. So we yep. had water. Water was up to my knees in the boat. Yep. Yeah. So it was, uh, we just spearing away. Just talking about gun it, spear it. <laughs> gun it, spear it. And we just made it, man. Yeah. yeah. Just pray it doesn't shut off on the way. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it, it took me 45 minutes to get around Turkey Pete, Point. Didn't one you finish day. a whole tournament with your plug out once? I did. I did that. that I, <laughs> I left it out once this year. And I, I luckily, I realized it was back in but i was fishing for like an hour and a half and uh i hadn't looked back you know i i, I launched the boat i went to my my first spot i'm fishing down a grass line fishing down a grass line it was a single event so i was i didn't have anybody else in the boat with me and uh i i, I hooked my first fish yeah. i boat flipped it in and the fish was swimming in the in the hull of the boat. The water was up to the seats, and I was like, "Huh, well, let me get this fish out of an aquarium that my boat has become. Yeah. Put him in the live well and figure out what I'm going to do about this." Extra live well. That's funny. Yeah, I, I did that on Lake Ontario, and it, 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 if you plug it, the pressure from the water is just right; it'll hold that plug against the hole, and it won't it won't but trickle in. But if it's it'll leak all day. It's ill advised. But you, the uh, did you watch? I was watching the MLF. I can't remember who it was, but man, did you see that fish jump out of his live well? No. Did any guys see that? No. Was the, that at the at Okeechobee? Last it was year? at Okeechobee. Uh, and he wrestled. He he wrangled it right. It come flying right out of there, and he captured it right at the gunnel before it went back in the drink. Oh my you know? gosh! One thing I noticed about the fish down there in Florida. Like I had a look, I one of my had these guys, you know, the guys had the tubes, the um, the tube, the the foam tube. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank, 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 thank God, my 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 uh, my boater had the had the two the things because these fish was trying to jump out the jump line. out. Feisty, so, huh? Every time I was putting a little put one in, yeah, always one trying to jump out the line. Well, I'm like, mm-hmm. God, these fish were like like relentless down there. They what, are. What is that with the Florida stream being? I don't know. It's aggressive. Yeah, they are crazy. The hotter weather gets them too, and I see guys doing that all the time. And I, I'm, I know it happens a lot, but uh, you know, guys, uh, you know, they just flip the live wells open, and they start going through the culling process without. I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I peek in there and grab those fish yeah, out of there, sneak them out, quick. close it. I'm so worried that they're going to get out, you and it's happened so many times. Is carrying the bag up the floating dock with yes. the market naughty goose. Yeah. And you got to walk up the floating Dude, I, I like, to, I two-arm it. I put yeah. the person next yeah. to me. I'm like, dude, put your arms out. Because yeah. yeah. I've seen the bags blow open and the fish go shooting out of the side of the bag. Yep. And like, dude, oh, yeah. that happens at Naughty Go on the Naughty Goose dock? You're done. You're not getting that. Nope. What? Oh, my God. I've lost one in the tournament. That Florida strain, y'all, that Florida strain. I recommend to have them tubes on some sit them. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody should have them because them fish are 
very aggressive, and they want out of there. They want yeah. out. The, yeah, they'll they'll help. I keep never, them in. I'd never heard that before. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, they they do. I mean, the reason you put them in there is you know for the rough boat rides right. to keep the them whatever, you know yeah. protected and cushioned, but it definitely works. I at Bass U, uh, Mark Davis tell tell us story. I'll never forget it. Okeechobee. I'm ninety percent. He was running running a long way back through some heavy water, and uh, as he's running, he uh, he feels something on his shoulder, and he feels it again, and he looks back, and his live well is wide open, oh and his God. whole bag is flopping around the back deck of the boat. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh. <laughs> oh and God. and he stopped, and he's trying to collect these fish, and he gets I, he gets them all collected. And he's got, I think, two or three, mm. and uh, like a, a good bag, like went right back into the drink. Oh uh, jumped my god! Jumped out of his well on Dude, the ride. That's nightmare fuel right there. Uh, can you imagine? Jeez! <laughs> look, <laughs> look back there. Twenty pounds of ass flopping around on your deck. Whew. Oh my god! Oh man, I, I I can't imagine. I've had a, a breakdown where I had to throw my fish back a couple times because you know couldn't make it back the way in yeah and that's like she's a big bucket not finding it yeah that's hard to recover from we need kevin van dam's advice on that what are you what are you gonna go with your fishing uh what are you are you uh trying to make the elite you're gonna go on to the tackle warehouse tour what do you think I'm, I'm trying to plan this out pretty good. I mean, I'm looking. I'm trying to like. I'm giving it a few more years before I like kind of make a decision. Just because, um, you know, I'm at a stage where I got four. I got four. I got four kids, and they're young. They're, they're a young stage, so I'm kind of like moving through that that situation. Because so I'm gonna be around and be there for them and stuff. And mm-hmm. and, um, and, and I think you know once I get older, I'll be able to. You know, saying I could just maybe move a little bit more easier. Yeah. But I'll start fishing. That kind of tour and this fishing that only, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Fishing that only, and I, I've been thinking about it. I would love, look, like I would love to do. It. I, yeah. I, I want to. It's it's like six I months on the road, and that's hard to do with a business and yeah. a family. That's yeah, that's tough. And family and property. So like, I like it how it is now. Yeah. Like I get to go fish these tournaments, and mm-hmm. hey, I'm, I get to fish you know, a few tournaments here, there, and there, and and that's it. That's 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 what I could do. That's what my life allow my lifestyle allows me to do. Right. You know, because, um, you know, I can't really, you know, I got, you know, I do the hunting, hunting shows and stuff. So, you know, I'm geared towards doing the television show when it comes to hunting. When the hunting season starts coming, it's, 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 it's hunting time, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fishing always still be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm still fishing. But, you know, managing time. And that's what every outdoorsman, you got you to remember something. Just, just remember, you know what I'm saying? There's a responsibility at home. You know, and there's, yeah. just don't forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Just, you got it's to, it's a lifestyle. And, you know, and don't forget about what's at home. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, especially on Valentine's Day, gentlemen. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget the ladies tonight. Yep. <laughs> Happy VD Day, everybody. Yeah. Do like, get home. Just, just take, do whatever you got to do to keep making everybody happy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just happiness. That's I'm it. stopping at the they Hallmark matter, store. You, yep. you, you might not have to be home to make people happy. Yeah. Yep. Just make sure you do what you got to do to make to make people happy. That's all. You Amen. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, or so, do you have your sights someday to be a, an elite angler? It's it's like it's yeah, I do. I do. Awesome. I mean, with my, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a relentless type of person. I'm like, like I got I'm competitive. I'm a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's this. You know what I'm saying? It's drop the hammer. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I want to compete. You know what I mean? Because it's just, I feel like this. If you ain't competing, it really ain't no fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If I ain't competing, it ain't fun to me. Mm-hmm. I gotta have something. I get that. Yeah, it ain't no fun to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, I I won the war, but I got the win, you know, I gotta win the battle that's with me, you know what I'm saying, with anything. You know, the mm-hmm. battle's with me. You know what I'm saying? It's myself, you know what I'm saying? And that's who I'm battling against, you know. And you know how to fish, you know how to but your battles is what you're going to do and how you're going to keep your composure and go out there and perform and, you know what I'm saying, and, and be a competitor. 
I love it. Like, you know, a lot of people just, they, they, everybody digests the sport the way they like it. You know, some people just like to go fish. They like to the peace and, and, and I like that too, but man, there's nothing like a tournament to get your mind at level 10. Like it just brings you there. Like nothing I've ever seen. I tell people like, I, I really don't even like, I, I'll be truthful. I don't like fishing unless it's tournament. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I'm a, I want to compete. Yeah. I want to compete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish, I wish I didn't have to go out there and practice. I could just compete, but no, you got to practice. To, I'm saying, if you're going to be good at this game, Mm-hmm. You have to practice, 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 practice. You know? Yep. And it's time. Learn to love practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I did in football, man. Like, like I, uh, I talk people this. Like, people really didn't know that, but I love practice when I was in football. Some people dreaded it. Some people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I love practice when it came to football because I, I just, I made fun. I had fun out there. Yeah, I just I went out there and I, I got after it. I played. I was I was in practice like I was playing in the game. Right. I was like, I was playing. I was playing in practice. I was playing the game. Just I was having fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and stand on the sideline and only get two point five seconds to go out there and do what I gotta do and come back off the field. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna have fun out here. I ain't gonna sit around just like feel sorry for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Practice is key, and what you do with practice is what you're going to do in the tournament, you know. And uh, I see you looking at me, Justin. You got some stuff? Yep. So uh, a big question here is, Trent, is there a specific technique that you want to get better at? One good thing. good oh, question. What do you got to improve? Where's your Where's your weakness? This is my weakness. It's stubbornness. Mm. Okay. That's my way. I think some some people might have it. Some people don't. I agree. I got that so one bad. All you just is is picking. You'll say picking up when I've been pop them on a. You'll say I've been catching mm. a crankbait or chatterbait. Is when it's time to pick up a worm. It's time to pick up a worm. I got to pick a worm up quicker. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I don't. That, that's why I got to work on. I got. I get stubborn at times. Notice when the change happens. Right? Yes. The yeah. change. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to work on that. Yeah. Well, that's something that we everybody needs to always improve on and it's it man, you you like cranking. You're catching them on a crankbait and that bite goes away. It's hard. It's the hardest thing in the yeah. world to put that down. Cuz sometimes that's when you, that's when the battle becomes in your mind and you're yeah. like is I'm not where the fish are, and you just keep throwing that crankbait. You're like, I'm not where yeah. the fish are, or you got a spinnerbait, or whatever you throw it. Mm-hmm. And you keep telling yourself, like, I guess I ain't where the fish are. So you just keep, that's where you just, you know, say so you keep moving. And, you, and, the, yeah. and all you had to do is just pick up a seco. Yeah. And, and it changes everything. And, and, and the opposite is true, too. And I saw this at Okeechobee watching a little bit of the MLF because the, the bite that, dominated down there turned out to be a chatterbait swim bait or a swim jig bite and guys that had done real well were were slow fishing early in the tournament and then as the tournament progressed i guess uh the bite changed and it went from slow to more power fishing um to dominate that tournament and you saw the guys that were dominating with the slow techniques that didn't adjust you watched them. You watched them fall down the leaderboard, yeah. and the guys that uh, you know that made that adjustment to the moving baits, choo, they wound up stepping up and uh, and winning. Did you see the thing. guy who won on live? Did you see that area he was fishing, Pete? Uh, yeah. It was su- it was such a beautiful like the the way that area set up like is like textbook everything yeah. you want for like you know fish coming in to spawn. Yeah. You know, good good little hard edge to for them to stop on that that he was fishing through it was amazing and he you know he's catching them on a chatterbait so it's you know the fish that are starting to move starting to get going coming into an area and he yep. just he did exactly what you talk about all the time fishing the developing area the developing pattern he was catching all those giants as they were moving into his areas yep. on just freaking winding on them you know that's that's like dream come true type of stuff right there that's for you right yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah like, like i said i was out of two weeks ago fishing in that toyota series down there mm-hmm. and i'll tell you this guys the bite was very 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 slow it was the slowest bite ever i mean you just sit there and wait and don't even move it. i mean right sticking all day and 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 it wasn't 
and and you correct me if I'm wrong because I it was because I I'm guessing that the fish were spawning. They were making the it wasn't a cold front that made them do that. It was the spawn that made them weird. But they were moving up. You know, so you can see how they're moving up. I mean, every yeah. day I just have to be at the same time when I'm down there. Uh, they were moving up. You can see the transition. And then it was one thing I tell you this when I was down there uh, on the lakes, all the lakes, when I noticed that, just when you like, the other lake of Papa, they were already spawning. The other lakes, they were still behind. Mm-hmm. They did it, it just, it was just beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Man. But it was on fire up there. But these yeah. other lakes, like Griffin was the next lake that was turning hot. And then you had Beauclair, and then you can see all the rest of them were just, they were just, you know what I'm saying? They were, yeah. They were, just, they were coming up the spawn. Yep. They come at different times. Yeah. The lakes are a little bit different. Like, we're talking about the Harris chain. Lake Apopka is 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 what is the lake yeah, that just you can, exploding. You can tell that they're just moving up a different time. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Mm. So I, I think what's going on right now, watching the um, watching the major leagues right now, watching this, watching the major leagues, and, and I think when those elites come in there in two days, I think what's going to happen is I think this this is going to be kind of a long spawn. It's going to be a little long. It's going to last a little bit longer because this cold weather keeps shooting, yeah. making these fish go back and yep. forth. Go back. It's going to keep. You know what I'm saying? Because because the, the weather, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to be a long spawn. You're going to see fish spawn longer than what they not longer than normal. Yeah. Well, it's it's in, in Florida. It's just it's unfair down there. Like we we get spawning for about ten minutes in our part of the country, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like it happens and it's done. It's it's well maybe three weeks, you know. Uh, and they their spawn cycles through four months, yeah. you know. This guy's down in that southern this that southern region in the United States. Yeah. They're, they're catching fish spawning in January. Yep. Yeah. December. Yeah. So. It's yeah. Yep. Well, it's and then the fronts come through and and they had a little bit of a cold front. I, I saw all the guys. The guys that are competing now, the MLF guys, uh, where are they? They're at Toho right now, I think. Yeah, uh, Harris Chain. Are they at Harris Chain? Yeah, I think they're on the Kissimmee chain. Oh, Kissimmee I think chain. so. Chain. Yeah, and um, they're having they have monster wins and uh, saw B Height. What? How cool was that? By the way, uh, we're giving away one of B Height's jackhammers for annual subscribers on our Seeing Red promotion. Yes, but he was. Uh, it was really cool to see the designer of that bait. Uh, he's such a talented angler with it, but he was jacking them uh, pretty awesome. hard on 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 edges on the uh, mm-hmm. on the Kissimmee chain down there. But they had the wind, they had the mini cold front. I think things are going to stabilize here later in the week for the uh, for the elite tournament. So yep. we'll expect to see them blast them down there. Yep. Yeah, uh, but we'll be there, or I'll be there. I'll be there, Stop guys. By. If anybody uh, anybody you're in the Okeechobee area anywhere south florida you live in the everglades miami cuba whatever come on over we'll be at the uh we at the okeechobee event come say what's up i'll be at the booth sign up for a bash you subscription or 200 of them <laughs> look at you what, what a what a charmed life you're living riz you go from mexico right back down into florida your t- your tan isn't even settled out yet you're already tan. back getting more yeah it'll be <laughs> my ninth plane ride of the year to go to, to, go to Okeechobee this year. Okay. Or no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, my ninth ninth and tenth plane rides for the year. Well for Okeechobee. So yeah. After we traveling all over. Yeah, it's good that you're traveling and we appreciate what you do for Bass. You go check them out. We had a we had a we we fished during the ice storm in yeah. Texas. We we took we had two days planned to go out there and try to catch a share lunker. Yep. Uh for of thirteen pounds or better and uh it it just iced us all up. We yeah. couldn't even get boats to the launch ramp. That Mother Nature. Yeah. Us again. Did yeah. you see that new Sri Lanka this morning? Seventeen that, pounds. Seventeen. I know, Scott. I didn't. Oh I didn't. Yep. A, a seventeen pound Sri Lanka was caught. Oh, Ivy. Oh, another OH Ivy. Monster. Seventeen pounder. They have uh, of the Sri Lankers in there. I think all but one are OH Ivy uh, fish, and that's a thirteen pounder or better. And I think they've got maybe ten of them now, something like that. Eight yep. or eight or ten of them now. Wow. Um, Real estate on that lake just went through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> the bass fishermen are taking yeah. over. Yeah, totally. They're definitely taking over. Give a shout out to the to the folks at the Texas Freshwater Fishery Center down there running the Share Lunker program. Love uh, those guys. You guys are doing an amazing program. Do you know about that program? No, I don't. I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Long, they oh. they collect fish over thirteen pounds and they spawn them with other share lunkers males that are all 
just these big giant fish and the big giant gene pool and then they restock them uh throughout the throughout the state you know these these Why these do every state like that. <laughs> Amen. Right? No. I wish they did. <laughs> Wiser words have never been spoken. They are. <laughs> I mean, you get volunteers to do. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They. I know plenty of people volunteer. Yeah. Well, I think what okay. one of the thing that I think separates them too is is their funding. They had tremendous support from Bass Pro Shops and Toyota and uh, and all the other partners at, with Texas that allow them to do things that that probably a lot of other uh states would love to do but uh you know it's uh but it's beautiful facility down there and we'll be back there again with another bash university um event coming up in january make sure you guys come by and see us and it was great seeing all you guys that were down there this year in texas um next year we're leaving you in charge of the weather because we did a terrible <laughs> terrible job with it this year but that's a good time to catch those big ones though is in that that cold that's when all those all those giants come in. That's what they say. You just got to be able to take the cover off your boat and it not be frozen solid. Mm. Yes, yeah. that's what we were dealing with. It, 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 Texas it, could be Texas could be like that. I've been out there. We've been out there coming out of the shorts on and 65, 75 degree weather. Yeah. Three days later, it's fifteen degrees. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's what we dealt with. We, yeah, it was exactly that. It was sixty-five degrees the day before we fished. <laughs> yep, and thirty degrees when we wanted to fish, and then it was sixty degrees when we left. So, you know, that's just that happens sometimes. Good time, though. Yeah, it's good time. But what uh, you know, we were having some fun talking about um the audacity of uh, some anglers that you were fishing around that wanted to, you know, come in on you and pick some fights. <laughs> I mean, I have people lost their minds. I mean, that's you. I believe you'd probably be the worst guy to tangle with. You know. <laughs> I'll be very confident about that. I was like, man, I was like, I'm scared for you. <laughs> I'm scared of myself. Yeah, yeah. Don't make me lose control. Uh, the only problem with me, you, I don't know when to stop. <laughs> man, that's oh, awesome. You know, you know it, it depends on who you are. I, I know what they're trying to do. Thank mm -hmm. God I knew they were trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they were, like, saying, like, you're new, and they, you think they were, like, trying to intimidate the yeah, new guy. Yeah, they were trying to intimidate me, but I was like, wrong guy. <laughs> 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 I am the intimidator. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to do when you fish, like, we, you know, in the areas. Like, even on the Great Lakes or Florida, where they're at now, yeah. it's like everybody's fishing around everybody else. What happens is the reason why it's like that because we're we fish, you know, said air like we fish the, the Chesapeake here, we fish these small ponds, and you know, you don't have to say excuse me to come right from it, you know, say it's yeah. like that's just the way fishing is, like, yeah, you know, we just do it, we, we just do it, right? Mm. So when you go in these tournaments, and I get these tournaments, and I and one thing I, I there's some techniques I do when I, I've been taught to do and stuff when I go into like a, a, a um a grass of pads uh, uh, some pads or something i mm -hmm. come in there and I, I push that boat in I, I shove that boat right in the middle of it you know instead of a yeah. mat you know yeah and, yeah and some people don't do that because they ain't from here they don't know that type of style and i turn that key off and i just sucker just close right into the middle yeah. of it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. as far as deep i can get in it oh yeah and i and i catch them you know and, and then some people get mad or like but you know, I'm like, hey, we're different here. We're aggressive. Like, I'm Chesapeake. I'm a bay fisher. I'm aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, Love that mentality. I'm aggressive. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. so it's fortunate things didn't, so they didn't come to blows. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no, no. no I, I kind of like, hey, like, man, like, you know, like, I'm already, I know I'm in the right. So, like I said, it's just, they, they try, you know, they try. It's part of it, you know. I, it's all part of it, you know. It's all part of the game. It's just yeah. what it is. You know, it's all part it's of it. trying to say it, it out. It is. Yeah. It there, there's intimidation. There's uh you know, you want to try to, you know, declare your air protect your area and it's it's so yeah. difficult so to do. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Make sure it's legal. Yeah. Make sure you ain't right. out of line, out of pocket, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just you know, you can protect your area, but just make sure you're not, you know, make sure it's a safe, make sure it's safe. And and, it'll go no further than that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll make sure I talk to you before I come in. You know, <laughs> Have, well, we're having a conversation yeah. first. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I might 
might say some stuff, but I don't need it. But I might say some stuff that I get you running. <laughs> uh, I got to see this now with the game face on. We might, oh, we got to test the perimeters, uh, Riz. But, you know, now the, now the bay. I would, I would probably never say that to nobody. <laughs> it's different with the bay, like yeah, it's like. I ain't never had to say nothing about the bay. Yeah. At all. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different way of fishing there. It's aggressive fishing. You yep. have to, is the way it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're all looking at each other and, and you know, when they're in the grass. And, and everybody you know? knows where the fish are. There's only one area. Yeah. Hey, let me in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Don't come in on plane. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down next to me. No, that that was just because I was in pads. (laughs) I was trying to stuff myself in there because I wasn't going to get it. Trail motor would get to where I was wanting to. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't get in there with with trail motor, so I was just coasting there. I tried to key off. There's a boat close right into the middle of the the, uh, the mat. Then shoved me in there. Boom. Just stops me right on the mat, and I ran in the middle of it, and I just punched it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is good. Love that stuff. Seeing a lot of punching this week down in uh, down in Florida, down at the MLF, and uh, I guess we're going to see it here at the Elites. Maybe, maybe it's going to be a sight fishing derb. Who you got in the tournament, Pete? Who's your pick for the Elite tournament yeah, down the there? Elites. Yep, chat wants to know. Man, the chat. My, you know what? I'm picking a warm front, and and this is this is kind of a a a, a pick that's uh that's going to be off the radar because. Mike hates Florida. I'm picking Mike to have a good. I think this is the year he, that he's put more prep in than I've seen him in a long, long time. And I, Okeechobee does not fish like normal Florida waterways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm picking Mike to have a good good week this week. Mm. You know. Okay. Okay. Who's your pick? My pick, man. I'm going with a guy we just had in the classroom this year. Um, we had him in Alabama. Who can you who who do you think I'm picking, Pete? We had him in Bama. Man, I don't he's gotta be up there with one of the, you know, one of the hottest anglers coming into it right now. Everybody that we've you're not are you a young guy or a veteran? Yeah. Middle of the road. He's been at it for a while. I don't know. Who's your pick? Lester. Lester. Brandon Lester. Yeah. That dude's that dude's been on a been on a ripper. He He's one in Florida. He at that that kind of fishing wow. down there suits well for him. And he gave us he gave us a punching seminar. He gave us a punching seminar. And uh, you know, I, I think uh I think he's uh he's got a good shot at at, at getting himself another blue trophy. So we'll see. Get it done, Brandon. But I love your pick with Mike too. If yeah. you if you didn't say Mike, I was actually gonna gonna say say Mike, um, because you know, we know how insanely talented it is talented that he is and we also know how competitive he is and yeah. he uh he don't like not doing good yeah. so mm-hmm. expect a expect a different different mike out there on tour this year so i'm pulling for him can't wait to see it i'm excited for the elites to get get rolling and you guys got picks uh you know I'm gonna, i gotta go with jonathan kelly yeah i like it but i'm a home team guy JT, Jonathan Kelly's a good pick. He actually, um, Jonathan top 30 last year in the first event of the year on the St. John's. So he's got some Florida mojo. You know, he's, he's, he's called him down in Florida before. Mm. So I, I, I like that pick. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a home team guy. So I'm it's automatic. You don't want to ask my pick. You already know my pick. <laughs> yeah. I got to stay with the team. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I like what's, it. what's the board picking, Justin? So we got some Lee Livesey. We got Chris mm. Johnson. Ooh, that's a good he's, pick. He's a Florida hammer. Uh, my pick, I'm going with Seth Fighter. Okay. All right. And Seth. My Chris says Mike. He's always his fantasy pick. Okay. He needs to get it done. I'm going old school. I'm going Rick Clunn. Ah, oh, I'm bringing it back. If he knows he, how if, to win in Florida. He can catch him sure. nine pounders one after another. Seven <laughs> I'm all over that. Yep, that's, you never know. No, nah, that's good stuff. Well, you're you're new, you're new to this game, relatively speaking. You've learned a few things over the last few years. Uh, what advice would you give somebody who wants to try to go for it? Uh, what would be your best advice for somebody taking on this sport? I'll take on sport is uh, first be a co-angler. Mm-hmm. First big co Me, I'm just doing it because you know I love this passion. It's a passion for me, and you know, I'm, a, I'm going ahead first. You know, because I was 
you know, blessed able to do that. You know what I'm saying? But person again, it's, there's there's a lot of things that come with this. You know what I'm saying? Time, money, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it's just it's it's a lifestyle. It has to be a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, to, you know what I'm saying? To do this. And if you'll be really good at it, you know, you got to make this into a lifestyle. You know, it has to be part of your everyday living or just part of your part of part of your life. It has yep. to be somewhere in your life. You know? mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, you know, be a co-angler first. Be a co. Yep. Good. That's the, that's the number one I would say is be a co-angler because you learn so much. You man. Even though you don't, even if you don't go out there, you get backboated or you don't catch nothing. Trust me, you're going to learn something. You're yep. going to take something from every trip. Yeah. And it don't cost that much to be a co-angler as far as like being a boat. It costs mm-hmm. a lot more. So you know, so you know, just invest your money into being a co-angler first, learning and listening to people. You know what I'm saying, and uh, and 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 going. And one thing I say is, is you know, go with your gut feeling. Go, go with your gut. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, sound advice, and subscribe to Bash University TV. Yes. You forgot to mention that. Trent. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, gonna get a free hat. Too, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's yours. and I, I love the Marshall program too, and and it, I think it's almost as probably more valuable than the Co because you're you're watching guys and um watching them go through the the good times and the bad overcoming obstacles uh that that's just priceless to me because uh, a lot of times you, you know and co's great you learn a lot there too but the marshall I, I think you should do both the marshall program you know takes the rod out of your hands so you're not distracted you're basically in class yep makes and you it, focus you know, yeah else you come marshall that's the closest thing to to the elites and the pros, so you know you really want to learn. Yeah, get closer to the to the top top guys. So yeah, for sure, yeah, that's just a good recommendation. Is being, yeah. you know, become a marshal, yeah. and you're right there. You're really at the top. Yeah, of the chain. You know, yeah. That you know, at this point. best hundred bucks you ever spent. Yep. Yep. Well, I, you're aspiring your your goals to to make it to the top level. I I, I want to hit you with a reality check. We haven't seen a fifty million dollar contract in bass fishing yet. <laughs> I don't know if we want that because <laughs> the whole United States be trying to be uh, I know you may have some experience yeah. with this kind of level of contract, yeah. but paying five hundred dollars just to try to get on through the pay, try to get a, get the boat ramp. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh-huh. Everybody be on the water. <laughs> right, oh my God, yeah. So we gotta uh-huh. keep it. We gotta keep it. There's a reason. There's a reason why everything's in place. That's that. Yeah. That makes sense. It would be too crowded. It'd be too crowded. COVID already packed our boat ramps. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. so we we have. I wish it was like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be something? Oh God, man! If you had that, man, it would be awesome. It'd be awesome if it was like that. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, what I'm saying I wish it could, but it'd be awesome if it, if you, if the contracts were big like that, young know I man. And and I mean, I'm talking about it'd be very competitive. I mean. Very, very competitive. I mean, to a point to where, like, when I see you making a lifestyle, like, mm-hmm. it's got to be your life. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be, this is what, like, me playing football, that's why I, that, was, that was everything to me. That's all I wake up with. And that's why we go to camp for, you know what I'm saying? All we could think of is, is football, 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 yep. football. And there's a reason for camp, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just building that structure and that, you know, and everything. But. It's, it's, I wish it was. I wish it was like that, man. Well, but, it, I think the people it, that are at the top of this game yeah. right now, they they they're playing. I don't think it, if the contracts were were a hundred dollars a year, I think they'd still be at it, it with the intensity that they are right now. That's what I wish they would be is that they make these these uh, the, the bass open. And these, I'm like I'm talking about like live. I'm talking about like. National t- like mm-hmm. I mean, same coverage, yeah. But I mean, on the main platforms like mm-hmm. the, like on NBC, like the big you know what I'm saying platforms like I'm talking about, make it mm-hmm. a big spectacle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and I think it's not. It shouldn't be hard to make it a big spectacle. You know? Yeah. Um. It's just I wish they would just make it this lot easier, easier for it to be live on like these big. Mm-hmm. I love the live. Uh, the The live is a new addition in the last ten years or so, and and I just, I mean, I'm, you know, I I watch it while I'm fishing. I have the live on. Oh, wow. I, I I'm like I'm. It's right there. I I have it. 
you know, my phone or my iPad and I'm listening or I'm watching and I'm fishing at the same time. Yeah. I'm addicted to this stuff. Yeah. But I understand because I know how you fish. <laughs> and, and I know why he has to be online. He's staring at the rod for eight hours. There's times yeah. where I be sitting there cranking or something. And, I, and he's standing right in front of me. So I was going to chest him again. He's right in front of me. I'm going to be like, yeah. And I said, I know why you got to look at that line. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say that no. What? Oh, what what about? What? How do I fish? Am I fishing too hey. slow? Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Trent nailed it. <laughs> it's single, man. I, I counted it out. My wife. I'm like, I'm cranking. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if it was, uh, uh, it might have been Vinny. It was going to go with I look back, I remember looking back, I'm thinking about my brother in law, looking back, I'm like, damn, like, he hasn't, re- it's, it's been five minutes. Ago. He is not, you know, that real one here. <laughs> That's not up. true. Also, Check his pulse. <laughs> he's looking back, and I remember, don't you know, forget this. He looked back and said something to, to you had some guy with you or something. So I think, I don't know if he was, uh, um, he just brought some guy with you or something. All right. And was there a tournament? He looks back and go like this. Also, he goes, <laughs> and I was catching them too. We yeah. happened to be the same spot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, God. <laughs> and he was hooking. He was hooking them up. Yeah. It didn't matter at that day. It didn't matter what you do out there. He was gonna catch. That's them. the right. dean, man. It That's didn't what he does. He was catching. You just you just caught me on the day I was fishing slow. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't. It that day, just it was just they were we were we were at where we was where the fish were, mm-hmm. and I was. I was cranking and you doing your thing and 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 we we're catching them. Like, we were yeah. We're lucky to live at a place like that, you yeah, know. I love it. I, I, love I hope it. the opens come back when uh it's yeah. a better yeah. time of year. That's, you know, let's get let's get on, back Ronnie. there in, in June, July. Yeah. They would get a big crowd. The weights yeah. would be mind blowing. People would come from if they had to open there, I think they would get a Big, big crowd. As most crowds I've seen, they'll get a yep. big crowd. Yep. There's so many people that love the bass fishing in this part. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Northeast. It's like that crowd at Delaware River that year. Yeah. All those yeah, follow huge. boats and oh man, that would be epic. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. Like I haven't got a chance to do this, guys. Is I want to, I want to be a follow boat. Mm-hmm. So me, so I'm waiting for it to come back up this way, mm-hmm. so I could do, I could be a follow boat. Yeah. And I might do it on like when they come with the Champlain or whatever they do one up there. I might just do a follow boat just to just to do it. Yeah. I just want to do it just to do it. Yep. Well, it's it, I did it with uh I followed Mike uh and I did some work on the Chesapeake, but I was uh with Bassmasters, we were following Mike uh when he won. On and, the Delaware. On the Delaware. Yeah. Mm. And how did yeah. how did you manage to keep up with him? Yeah. I, 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 there's, it's not possible. (laughs) The first thing you, first thing you got to decide to do is not try to keep up with him Mm -hmm. and anticipate where he's going. Right. Right. You know, it's like, you know, cause you know, we know the, the key areas and, or the key spots and, you know, I'm like, well, did he go up river or down river? Okay. Well, and cause what would happen was when Mike was like, he'd be up a Creek, like he'd be up Woodbury Creek and there'd be 50 boats packed in behind him. And then Mike would just, he'd take off. He just, I mean, it was crazy with boat wakes and you're trying to fight. It's, it's a hazard. I'm telling you, it, it was a freaking hazard. I know someone else is like that, too. Oh, guilty. He looked over. He guilty. Here comes the other juice. Yeah. Oh, it's I coming. Uh, you know the <laughs> I did. I just take my time. Takes and the, the other part is you got GPS tracking now, so it's it's super easy. So you you don't really want to you don't want to get into the wake of a guy running to try to win the tournament. You just want to take your time. I, I, I see, like do that. Yeah. Pull up. Boom. I mean. Yeah. Pull right. Look. Oh, boom. Hit yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've been. I was uh, at the the thirteen classic. Kevin down on Grand Lake, uh, Van Dam. Just as you know, beans. We were talking about him earlier. I've never seen a flotilla of boats like I saw following him. And we happened to be in the same creek uh, fishing, and and you know it was just amazing. I mean, it, it looked like it was a marina. You know, you pull up in the creek and you're looking at where you want to go and. It was just boats from wall to wall, but of all different look like jaws, you know, where they had new boats, little boats, big boats, pontoon boats. Everybody was following her. Mm. And uh, those flotillas are, are something else. But uh, 
It'll be going on this week, guys. It'll it'll definitely be going on this week. I I want to uh, I want to give away some prizes, guys. Cool. Uh, last chance to like and share over on social if you haven't done that yet. Like and share the feed as well as uh, we're gonna have a trivia contest based on something that we talked about. Are you ready to go with our trivia question, Riz? I am. Yeah. Awesome, uh, guys. Like Pete said, last chance to like and share the feed over on Facebook. Enter in to win a uh, some Waterwood custom crankbaits. They're awesome. Uh, like and share the feed for that. And without any further ado, our grand prize trivia question is going to be, what lake did Pete share the boat with Kevin Van Dam when Kevin lost the j- biggest fish of his life? And it may or may not have been Pete's fault. What lake <laughs> did Pete share the boat with Kevin Van Dam? Sorry, Kev. I really tried. I tried so hard. Did you get the next fish though? That's what. I, how scared were you on the very? Did, next well, fish we were if, we were flipping four pounders most of the time. If, yeah. it, if unless it was over four pounds, I mean, uh, I don't think he needed me the rest yeah. of that day. I can't mm. remember. But All right. My gosh, that fish I was been big. Really nervous on the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, like I said, there was nothing I did wrong. At yeah. least, well, Kevin may have a different take on the story. <laughs> he might have been like Pete got in the way. He yeah. was blocking me. I couldn't see what I was. I don't know what his story. Kevin, is. we'd like to get the island to show. How how would what year was it? It was eight, 1894. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, it was. They had just invented electric. And- <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh night. It was back in the 1900s. <laughs> it was not. It was 96, 95, 96. Well, wow. I don't think he held it against you. He's he's worked with us a few times. Yeah, we I've so. I've told him that story on the show. We relived it together, and yeah. uh, he remembers it vividly. That that fish getting lost. And he did gave me the courtesy of not blaming me on the yeah. air, so that was really cool. That what is a nice good. guy, stand up guy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we got a winner. It didn't didn't take long. Who I won? Thought maybe that one would uh, take a little longer. Go ahead, uh, Justin. All right, Dan Allen got it. Lake Ufala. Dan Allen, Lake mm. Ufala. Yes, yeah. that was the original ledge bite. I remember that was like nobody talked about ledges, and we get down there, and it was all about fishing ledges post spawn. The fish spawn. And I mean, they do not stop anywhere. They go right out to the to the main river ledge or secondary ledges, and uh, and of course now it's um, you know that's the way everybody fishes these days. But back then, mapping was weak, GPS didn't exist, and we were we were triangulating out a mile off the shore trying to find a little stump row, and uh, it's crazy crazy stuff. But uh, but shout out to KVD. Uh, good luck this year. We're going to be uh, watching and pulling for you as you enter your your last year out on tour. I know you're not done with fishing. I'm sure there's going to be a lot that you do. And uh, uh, just amazing angler. Congratulations on a great career. Uh, we got a li- uh, like and share? Yes, we do. Matthew Keeble. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Matthew Keeble. Congrats, Matt. Thanks for tuning in, watching the show. And guys, uh, if you're listening on iTunes down the road, be sure to leave us a review. Um, it helps us let us know what you think about the show. We appreciate you watching or listening down the road. And uh, remember, the code BU Live 30 is always available. Um, if you're listening to podcast form, you can use that code, get 30 days free to the program. Um, and guys, that, that kind of stuff helps us. You know, we want to, if we want to keep this show going, we got to, you need to support the, the people that support us, like our sponsors. And then also, you know, use those codes to, uh, to let us know that you're listening. So be you live 30, get your 30 days to bat you TV. Rich, well, thanks for that. Just a program note on the newsletter, we put out the podcast and, uh, pod bean links. So if you've never been on there, go sign up, get our downloads, watch our live shows. Excellent. It's all it's all available there, guys, as well as over on BashU.tv. So thank you for watching. We're going to be back next week with another edition of BashU Live. Thank you, Mr. Cole, for visiting with us today. Pete, we're going to roll out to a KVD video. Excellent. Yes, a lot of great stuff over there on BashU TV. Good luck this season. Trent, check out Blitz Outdoors. Thank you, Justin, Riz, and Scott. Thank you guys for all being here. We'll see you next week. Good time. It's really great that, that Mike and Pete have brought the Bass University back because it is different than a sports show seminar or anything else. We can, uh, first off, we're talking to like-minded people. I, I'm a bass head. Obviously, you're here. You've spent the money to do it. Everybody here is a bass head. And uh, we, we speak a different language. And um, it's a lot of fun for me to be around like-minded people. Today, we're going to talk about, again, my whole cranking system. 
and it really uh, is a lot of its equipment, its electronics and things like that. So we're going to we're going to focus on that, and then we're going to talk more about some of the specifics of what you actually do kind of out there on the water, some of the little tricks that you can um, do to, to trigger more bass, um, things like that. So, so let's start. So first off, um, a lot of people, and I don't want this to sound you to think, and I get it all the time. I, I love social media and I hate it. Um, people are like, you do your blog and it's like, oh, there's Kevin pimping another Strike King this or pimping this or push, trying to push this off. Believe me, when I tell you about my system or, or why, why I use uh, you know, the rod that I use or reel or line or the hooks or the baits, it's because I believe it's the best there is and it makes a difference in the, in the technique. And if you're not a proficient crankbait fisherman, the most important thing you can do is get yourself some good equipment because it makes a night and day difference. And I didn't really realize this until a couple of years ago um, when I, when I uh, loaned a couple rods to my roommates of my cranking rods it, we were at a tournament at Kentucky Lake and they were having a hard time saying, man, I can't, I can't maybe get that 6XD down to 18 feet. I'm having a hard time feeling the bottom. And I gave them a rod and they're like, I still, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And I thought, well, shoot, it's, it's easy for me. I'm, you know, I'm hitting the bottom in 22, 23 with my, with my setup and, and I can feel everything. I know right when that bait's on the bottom, what it's doing. And, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's easy. And then I actually, picked up my rod with their reel and I'm like, oh my God, no wonder you're having a problem. So little things make a big difference in bass fishing and in, in crankbaits, it's no different. It's really important to be brand loyal because across the board um, in the quantum line, we build the handles to, to balance similarly. The reels are going to cast pretty similarly. You're going to be a better angler if you don't have a hodgepodge of different brands of equipment in your mix. So if you got something that you really like, you know, hopefully they offer something somewhat similar. This is probably the most copied crankbait rod in the, in the market right now. There's some other stuff out there. I've seen some stuff that, you know, I, I think mine's the best, obviously. It's the way you, you have to believe. But I'm sure there's some other good stuff out there. I don't fish with anything else. This is, this is what I've used. I've won a lot of money with this, with this setup. And so the third piece of that uh, puzzle with the reel is the line. So for cranking, I, I fish exclusively with fluorocarbon. I use Bass Pro's XPS fluorocarbon. Um, I've, I'm fortunate um, that over the years, I've really got to work really close with the companies that I work with to develop the products that I use. So I worked with Bass Pro Shops to develop this fluorocarbon that they sell. It's actually made by Seaguar for us. It's a special formulation. It's not the same as regular Seaguar. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's lower in stretch. It's very abrasion resistant. And my favorite cranking line when I'm trying to get baits deep is I use 12 most of the time. Um, the difference between 10 and 12 in depth, I want my setup on my 6XD to be diving to like 16 foot. So it's just going to get a little deeper than what the bottom is. And that's how as I'm fishing that bait, or especially if I'm burning that bait, it's going to have its best triggering action. So it'd be very easy to say, hey, I got to hit the bottom. Well, why throw anything but a 10XD? I can hit the bottom from everything from zero to 25 foot. Well, you throw a 10XD in three foot of water and it's not gonna have near as good a wiggle as it is as if you're throwing it in 22 foot with you know 14 pound line where it's just getting down to that zone. So do you understand what I'm saying? You wanna have your setup, whether it's your rod positioning, the line size that you're using, so that if I'm fishing a 10 foot ledge, I've got a bait that's gonna run 10 and a half or 11 foot deep. That's why I got all these cranking rods on the deck with different sizes of line and different baits so that I can get that perfect scenario for that setup. It's very important to me, okay? Go ahead. Um, we have baits in the line that allow you to, to, to get to those depths. And again, I, I, I don't carry anything um, but, a, but a Strike King deep dive and crankbait. I, I don't have to have anything else. There's, there's plenty other good baits out there. I've seen guys be successful with other ones. I know our baits. I know what they do with different sizes of line. That's why I use them. If you've got something else that you like, man, I can tell you in a lot of situations, it's just about getting the bait to the right spot. Location is a lot more important than that. But, but striking baits are really good. They're, they have the right actions um, in that zone. And I know the line really well. And I fish them 
you know, all, all seasons of the year and in all different depth zones. So I know exactly what I can do with a Series 5. I've won as much money with a Strike King Series 5, which is a 10-foot bait, as, as any lure that we make. Um, it's a tremendous bait for that zone. Just by varying my line size, I can make it an unbelievable bait in seven foot of water, and I can make it a bait that, that works as deep as 12. But, uh, you know, if, if I want to go to a little deeper zone, that's why we got the 5XD. You know, we got a 6XD, we got a, ser a Series 6. You know, we got an 8XD, we got a 10XD. So for any depth zone, I, I get that bait that's going to have that depth, that, you know, that depth range with whatever size line that I have to, to get the maximum performance at that zone. 